Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about four ideas in parenting that nobody is talking about. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about four ideas that no one is talking about. And I was sent this article by a good friend of mine. Uh, and it is by Gary Vaynerchuk. And if you're not familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk, he is a social media marketing icon. He uh, also started and got his fame by bringing his family's wine business from a $3 million business to a $60 million business by doing YouTube videos, well over a thousand of them every single day for years. Uh, and then he at this point, he gets paid to speak around his ideals, around uh, business, life, um, popularity, social media effectiveness, and he encourages people to be their own person and strive and go out and make money doing what you absolutely love doing by connecting to people who are willing to listen. So I, I got this article and my buddy sent it and I was like, well, it's Gary Vee, so I'm definitely going to read it. And I love Gary's unique perspective on parenting because Gary always says the reason he is worth a half a billion dollars at this point is because his parents always allowed him to be what he, whatever he wanted to be. Uh, he was a F student in school. He didn't have an attention span uh, and he would get punished for not doing what he was supposed to do, but they never took away the things that he loved doing. And he always, for whatever reason, loved being an entrepreneur, selling, buying, uh, trading baseball cards at a young age. Uh, he always found uh, comfort and a thrill in barter business uh, from a very young age and his parents allowed him to develop those skills by encouraging him uh, while still holding him accountable to not do the things that he was supposed to do. So he wasn't the best student, he wasn't the best kid, but he believes that his parents pouring into him in a certain way and allowing him to dream is why he still continues to dream today and encourages other people to dream. So. As he starts the article, he says, listen, the truth is many parents are parenting their kids from a place of insecurity. I agree with this. Treating their kids like products instead of actually doing what's best for them. Uh, as you'll listen to my podcast, uh, I'm always torn, right? I, I, I do what I think's best for him uh, and it kills me, right? I don't do what's comfortable all the time, but... Uh, it's what serves him best. And he says, before you get into it, and listen, before I ever get into anything here, guys, and, and as I read this, I was like, I need to implement that into my podcast. Uh, I, you know, I don't know jack about parenting, and I truly believe that. I just listen to other sources, and whatever resonates with me, I move forward with. Well, that's in the best interest of my son. Not what's in the best interest of me, but what's in the best interest of my kids. I, I often say son because I have the seven-year-old, which has been around six years longer than the 18-month-old, right? So 
uh, let me correct myself. He says, so before I get into it, I want to clarify that I don't want to tell other people how to raise their kids. Uh, we, he and I don't have the context of who you are and where you are in your life. Raising kids is super personal and I personally don't want to give blanket advice. I tend to give what my experiences are. Uh, and what he says here is he's just sharing his opinions and perspectives as someone who has raised, who was raised by two incredible parents. So he has four things here I'm going to share with you. Number one, number one is this. The difficult conversations need to have with their kids. Your kid's life is your kid's life. They're the ones who are ultimately in charge of it. Sure, there are a lot of other important people like parents that surround them, but ultimately it's their life. That's why I'm pushing kids so hard to do what they want to do, even if it goes against what you, the parent, wants for them. His intention is not to get kids to be disrespectful to their parents. It's to be the exact opposite. He wants kids and parents to have incredible long-term relationships. And if a kid is living their life to win on his or her parents' terms instead of their own, they're going to have resentment later in life once they realize that they are not actually happy. And that's going to destroy happiness for both the kids and the parents. I think what Gary's saying here is we got to allow our kids to find their own passions and strengths. We could guide them, but the way we guide them, or at least I think the way I guide my kids is by introducing them to a whole lot of stuff. Um, that I wasn't introduced to. And what he sticks to, it's my job to encourage that. Um, number, was that, oh, that was actually just the intro. So this is number one. Allow your children to feel like they can achieve what they want without changing, without handing out eighth place trophies. Wow. It doesn't matter if your kids want to be music producers or baf basketball players or anything else. As a parent, creating permission is an important idea. If you as a parent say, yes, you can do this, it's a big deal. And you will make a huge difference in how much they believe in themselves. It's how his mom treated him and it's how he treats his employees. When he hires someone, he's incredibly, incredibly positive and blindly belief in their potential. He trusts them to execute. And he'll hype them up and encourage them as much as he possibly can. But at the same time, he balances that with not handing out eighth place trophies. If your kids want to be producers and they put something out on YouTube and everyone says it sucks, you look at them and say, you know what? The market says that you sucked. So let's try again. It's a balance between having blind faith in them and their abilities, but at the same time, letting them and the results be the results themselves. He says it's stunning how many parents do the reverse. They tell their kid that they probably won't be a great soccer player, but tell them they did a great job when they lost eight to nothing. Many parents don't understand the idea that you can hold your kids accountable for losses and mistakes without making them feel bad about who they are. For example, his mother never made him feel bad about not doing good at school. He never felt like he sucked for not being a good student, 
but I, he did get a grounding every time his report card came out. His mother made it clear that there was a price to be paid for not delivering on good grades, and if he didn't deliver, he had to pay the price. It was encouragement balanced with practicality, and it's important to create friction between the two to put the kids in a good position to win. I mean, this is, it, it sounds so logical, but so many people, as he said, are doing the opposite. So number two, stop using your kid's success to fix, ooh, parents, listen to this one. Stop using your kid's success to fix your own insecurities. So this is the time and age where uh, this week in Hollywood, there were some parents that were involved in a college scandal. The parents paid for their kids to get the into the best colleges. There's a couple huge problems uh, from Gary's perspective, and I happen to agree, but I'm just sharing his thoughts. When you do something like that, you mess your kids up. A lot of people talk about how bribing a college to get your kid a seat takes away from seats from other kids, which is true, but the kid who got the seat through the bribe is also getting messed up for a lot of reasons. They're creating a fake environment for their kids. And when you reward people for behavior not based on their own merit, you create a huge vulnerability for them later in life. They're showing that they care about what other parents think about their children more than their actual success of their own children. And when you use your kids' accomplishments as a source of your own self-esteem, you end up treating them like products more than children. Please let your kids win on their own terms. Listen, on their own terms, not your own terms. And you'll be better off. Number three, he says react instead of force. Um, I would say respond, but his word was react. My parents were unbelievably supportive in his ambitions, but they never forced him down any path. There's a big difference between the ideas of reacting and forcing or um, responding and reforcing that a lot of parents just don't get. Reacting means giving your kid permission to explore. It means giving your kid a little bit of rope. If your child is selling shoes or lemonade and they're young, all you need to do is react to the fact that they're already entrepreneurs and give them a lot of rope. Same applies if your kid is really into baseball or soccer, art, or anything else. Reacting is about giving your kid encouragement and support around something they're already drawn to. It's building up steam around those actions. When, it, when Gary was young, he would rip flowers out of the people's yards and then he would go and knock on their door and sell it back to them. He was making thousands of dollars every weekend selling baseball cards at one point. His parents' idea was to encourage him to explore that side of himself. You can enroll them in theater class or violin class or painting class or something else to see if they like it. But there's a big difference between doing that versus forcing them down a path because it makes you feel good as a parent. See... Like Gary, my kids are still young. So right now, all he's doing is listening. He's watching. I'm listening. I'm watching. Seeing if, what they're drawn to so he could create a supportive infrastructure around whatever they're drawn to later in life. Gary says he, uh, he has absolute 
absolutely he has absolutely no intention of imposing anything on them not even what he loves most which is entrepreneurship and here's number four uh stop judging stop judging micro moments that don't really matter See, many of the things that parents overemphasize or judge themselves for don't actually matter. Parents tell themselves they're going to go to every little little league game and never miss a kid's recital. I'm actually one of those guys. Uh, yet they undermine their self-esteem and happiness in other ways. Uh, I hope I'm not that guy. Personally, I know I'm not going to be at every recital, Gary says, uh, or little league game, nor does he feel as though he needs to be. Little background on him. His father worked uh, pretty much 100 hours, it seems like, in the liquor store, the family liquor store. So he saw his father very little, but he knew his father loved him and supported his things. So I imagine we do what we're taught. And if his father, for lack of a better term, was a workaholic, I'm not putting any negative term on that. It's what he was passionate about. Gary tends to be, uh, for lack of a better term, a workaholic. He says it's in his DNA. so I could see why he's like, I don't need to be at every Little League game. Why? Because my dad wasn't there and I turned out just fine. I had my dad's support. See, so he says, I care a lot more about being there for his kids when they really need him. He cares more about turning his kids into emotional ninjas who have enormous self-esteem, empathy for others, and know how to use adversity to their advantage. And then he sends us and does a redirect. So if you want to hear more about what my thoughts are, what I've created over 80 episodes of this podcast, please subscribe. Please go to iTunes, subscribe to it. Go to my website, get my book for free, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, because I am in alignment with a lot of things that Gary says. Uh, I'm not nearly as successful as Gary, but... uh, I love his thought process, and he and I have two different value systems. Uh, But when it comes to our kids, I think we are almost in complete alignment based on the context of where we came from. So I don't know jack about parenting, so I'll tell you how much I don't know in our next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at be the dad you wish you had.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.